Looking for a fulfilling, well-paid career in tech? Springboard's boot camps are built on human support and backed by their tuition refund guarantee. All their boot camps are 100% online and on your schedule. The curriculums are curated by leading experts in each field, and most of your time is dedicated to hands-on work for a portfolio that will stand out to hiring managers. But what really sets Springboard apart is the personalized support. Career change isn't easy, so you're paired with an experienced industry mentor that you meet with one-on-one -on -one every week. You'll also have your own career coach guiding you through the job search and building your confidence. And if you don't land a job within six months of graduating, they'll fully refund your tuition. So if 2022 is the time to turn your passion into a fulfilling, well-paid career in data, UX design, coding, or cybersecurity, visit springboard.com for more info. Use the promo code NEWYEAR to receive a $1,250 discount when you enroll for January. That's springboard.com. We present the amusingly transcribed adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Things are pretty quiet in the Nelson's living room for a Christmas night. There are Ozzie and Harriet relaxing in those two easy chairs, and the boys seem to have commandeered the sofa. Well, anyway, by the looks of those open gifts piled around the center of the tree, I'd say their Christmas has been pretty successful. And by the looks of those three unhitched belts stretched around the centers of the Nelson males, I'd say Harriet's Christmas dinner has been pretty successful, too. Oh, it sure was a swell dinner, Harriet. Yeah, it sure was, Mom. Well, thank you. Boy, am I full. I couldn't have had another drumstick if you'd paid me. Darn right, we <laughs> Well, I'd say we all had our share. Ah, oh, boy. I just want to sit here and relax. Do I get your new slippers for you, Pop? Oh, yeah, thanks, Rick. Well, they sure are swell slippers. Yeah, very nice. They cost five ninety-five. <laughs> Ricky Pop knows who gave them to him. Well, uh, wait a minute. I'm not so sure, Dave. You see, the card says to Pop from Santa Claus. Hey, you didn't read the small print. Oh, let's see. Also known as Old St. Rick. <laughs> well, just to set the record straight, that perfume Santa gave me was very nice, Ricky. Oh, thanks, Mom. Well, David? <laughs> Don't look at me, little man. I'm sending my thanks to the North Pole. Well, it certainly has been a nice Christmas for all of us, I'd say. I'll say it has. Yeah. Boy, I just wish it wasn't over. What are you complaining about? You spent all morning opening presents. Heck, I'm willing to work straight through the night. <laughs> well, as they say, all good things must come to an end. Well, Christmas is only half over, as far as I'm concerned. You still got another whole week of Christmas vacation. Boy, no more school for seven days. Yeah, no more presents for 364 days. <laughs> I think you're a little ahead of yourself. We're still celebrating this Christmas. Heck, with the presents open and a big meal over, the celebration is kind of dead. <laughs> well, any way you look at it, fellas, we've had a very full and rewarding day. Why don't we all just sit back and enjoy a little peace and quiet? Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> Come on, David, show me how to throw a curve with my new baseball. Why do you want to know how to throw curves? You always play right field. Not when it's my baseball. 
won't get you in. Come on, Dave. I left the ball on the desk. Has been a nice Christmas, hasn't it? Yeah, it certainly has. Well, it's like my mother used to say about Sunday dinners. They take so long to prepare, they're over before you know it. <laughs> I suppose so. Well, Ricky had a point when he said the celebration was kind of dead now. Well, the anticipation is so great, I guess a normal letdown has to be expected. Yeah, even the Christmas tree looks a little forlorn. Yeah, the branches are drooping. The tree's getting old. We put it up pretty early this year. If Ricky'd had his way, it would have been up the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Harry, don't you think Rick's making a little too much out of his gifts this year? But doesn't he always? Well, yes, but it seems to me he's losing a little of the real spirit of Christmas. I guess he is missing the point a bit, but that's to be expected. Well, David, too. All Christmas seems to mean to him is two weeks without school. Well, I'd say they're acting pretty normal for a couple of boys. Oh, I suppose so. But I don't think they realize what Christmas really stands for. Well, they're still young. Takes time to get the real Christmas feeling. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Anyway, it's nothing to worry about. You know, that big dinner of yours certainly helped to give me the old Christmas feeling. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm not sure I am. I think I'll take a little walk around outside before I fall asleep. Merry Christmas, huh? Oh, hi, Thorny. Merry Christmas. You mind if I drag up one of your porch chairs? No, not at all. Be my guest. <sighs> now, this is the only way Catherine's plum pudding and I can meet on equal terms. <laughs> Apparently, we both had a full Christmas in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was wonderful. Best ever. Yeah, you must have had a good time. Yeah, I'll say. I didn't receive a single necktie. <laughs> you know? Got six high claps. <laughs> Ah, you never know. That's the way it goes. Of course, I know you got one tie. How do you like the pink and orange one I gave you? Oh, it, it's beautiful, Thorny. <laughs> what else can I say? I gave it to you last year. <laughs> That's right. I've been wondering, which one of us bought that originally? I, I don't know. <laughs> that isn't the only tie I received. In fact, I'll trade you three ties for three tie clads. Well, let's face it, Oz. The best part of a man's Christmas isn't waiting for him under the tree. Well, it is in one way, Thorny. It was worth a lot just to watch the boys open their presents. Yeah. You should have seen my boy Will's face when he unwrapped that set of golf clubs. Isn't he a little young for golf clubs? Well, he won't be by the time I break him in for him. <laughs> you know, I think you deserve those tie clasps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will did all right. I just didn't want to put from Thorny to Thorny on the club. <laughs> Wasn't that a lot of fun we had at Joe Randolph's party the other night? Yeah. How long have you had that moth-eaten Santa Claus suit you came in? No, quite a while. I got it when David was about two years old. I used to pretend I was Santa Claus, and David used to pretend he believed it. <laughs> well, it was a big success the other night. You certainly added an air to the party. Well, the suit has been in mothballs for years. <laughs> That was a pretty cute idea Joe had. All of us adults exchanging dollar limit toys. Yeah. Only Ricky still doesn't understand why Harriet came home with a toy iron, or how I happened to show up with a big rubber duck that honks. <laughs> uh, what did you get? Well, I, I'd rather not say. Besides, who ever heard of a toy tie class? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
was a lot of fun, though. Oh, maybe it was a little silly on some toys. I don't know. I, I liked it, you know. It, it, it brought back a few memories of the swell Christmases I had when I was a kid. You know, Harry and I were just talking about Christmas. After about 5 o'clock, it's all over, and you don't know what to do with yourself. That's true. Seems a little incomplete. I think I'll go have that other piece of pie. <laughs> no, that's a fine solution. Just seems to me we could do something more on the spirit of the occasion. Okay. Let's take a little snooze, and I'll snore you a chorus of jingle bells. <laughs> no, that's hardly what I mean. I feel like living it up a little. Hey, I've got it. Why? I think I'll go in the house and honk my new rubber duck. <laughs> throwing a baseball around. Don't pay any attention to Rick, Mom. He talks pretty big, but we're just tossing it back and forth. Well, okay, but don't hit the furniture. Yeah, I might scratch the ball. <laughs> I know it's new, but aren't you being a little overcautious with that ball? I'll say he is. You wanted me to wash my hands first. Come on, David, burn it in. Okay, here it comes. What do I hear, boy? Right in the old groove. Ow! Oh. <laughs> I'm not throwing it so hard. That's what you said to do. What do you listen to me for? Just a little underhanded toss. Well, if I may make a suggestion, Ricky, why don't you use your new catcher's mitt? What catcher's mitt? Well, for goodness sake, don't tell me you got so many presents you can't remember them all. I don't remember getting a catcher's mitt, but I sure wish I did. I don't think I saw them open it, Mom. Well, come to think of it, I don't either. Did you really get me one? Well, of course we did. I distinctly recall putting it under the tree. Oh, fine! Be there. All right. Don't anybody move. <laughs> What's all this? Hey, Pop, have you seen my new catcher's mitt? Well, don't tell me you've lost it already. I haven't even found it yet. <laughs> well, apparently, Ricky tore through his gift so fast this morning, he missed his catcher's mitt. No kidding. Well, I didn't miss it. It just isn't here. Oh, it must be. I swear I put it right here by the base of the tree. Yeah, I'll help you look. Well, it doesn't seem to be around here anywhere. It's not behind the tree. Are you sure you remember wrapping it, Harriet? Oh, I didn't wrap it. It was one of those last-minute presents I had gift-wrapped at the store. They sent it out yesterday with some other things. At least I'm pretty sure they did. Maybe it's still in the closet where you hid my baseball. No, it couldn't be there. Besides, young man, you shouldn't be snooping around the house before Christmas. I wasn't snooping. I was just taking precautionary measures in case the house caught on fire. Well, it must be around here someplace. Maybe slip down behind the couch. No, uh, uh, I don't think it's there, David. I'll look. No. Hey, I guess I'm not the only one who has a gift missing. Why, what did you find? Those green sleeves. Grandma Hilliard knitted for Pop. Ricky, those are socks. Oh. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. They must have accidentally slipped behind there while I was opening up my gifts. <laughs> you opened your gifts in front of the fireplace. Oh, oh, well, I guess they accidentally slipped in the wrong direction. I, <laughs> I didn't think of the fireplace. <laughs> if 
that's a fine way to talk. Hey, who changed the subject away from my catcher's mitt? So we're still looking, Rick. This is the silliest thing. Say, it's probably just a wild thought. The odds are against it. What is it? I'll gamble on anything. <laughs> well, do you remember that dress I had sent out from that same store about a month ago? You mean the one that was delivered to the wrong place? Yeah, it was sent by mistake to another Nelson that lives on the other side of town. Mrs. Oscar Nelson. Oh, yeah, the, the lady who phoned us. I went over there and picked up the dress. Yeah, that's right. Maybe the same thing happened again. She probably got Ricky's mitt. That's what I was thinking. Well, let's hurry over there. She might wear it out. <laughs> well, I don't think it's likely the same thing would happen twice. See, it is possible, though. Well, we could phone her. Well, she doesn't have a phone. Remember, Harriet, she went to all the trouble going down the corner drugstore to look us up in the phone book? Yeah, that's right. Well, I'll run over in the morning. It can wait till then. Of course, on the other hand, it's, it's still early. Oh, boy, Pop, I'll get my coat. Ricky! <laughs> Give him an inch and he takes me clear across town. <laughs> Well, let's hope so. A little longer drive over here than I thought it was. That's a pretty old house, huh, Pop? Well, this isn't the newest part of town, son. Looks very nice, though. How's this work? You spin the little handle. Hey, that's pretty neat. You don't even need electricity. I wonder what they'll think of next. <laughs> yes? Uh, Mrs. Nelson? Yes. Well, I'm Mr. Nelson. That is, I mean, I'm Mr. Ozzy Nelson. Oh, certainly. You're the gentleman that came to pick up a package about a month ago. Yes, that's right. Oh, my goodness, here I keep you standing out in the cold. Won't you come in? Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, this is my son, Ricky. Hello, Ricky. Hello, Mrs. Nelson. Well, this is probably sort of a shot in the dark, but Ricky was supposed to get a new catcher's mitt for Christmas, but the package seems to have been lost someplace, and naturally he's a little concerned about it. We thought maybe I made another mistake and delivered it to you. Oh, I see. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Ricky, but nothing like that's been delivered here. We thought maybe it arrived here and you didn't know what it was or something. Oh, no, I'm afraid not. It's just a, a shot in the dark. We really shouldn't have bothered you on Christmas night, but you know how kids are about their gifts. Indeed, I do. I have two of my own. Kathy's just two and Jimmy's five. Oh, well, that's a pretty interesting age. I'll bet you and your husband are awfully proud of them. Well, my husband passed away just about a year ago. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's a shame. Yes, those things are kind of hard to understand sometimes, but the children and I have had a nice Christmas together. Gee, that's good. We're thankful that we're all healthy. Jimmy got a beautiful sweater, and I got Kathy the cutest little coat and dress. Did they get some toys, too? Oh, yes. Kathy's got her big teddy bear in bed with her now. You should see her. She's hugging it as tight as she can and sound asleep. I can remember when Ricky's teddy bear was the joy of his life. The day he got it, he had to stand on tiptoe to look at me eye. <laughs> Christmas is a wonderful day. The youngsters seem to get so much fun out of it. Sometimes I think it's a shame we all have to grow up. Yeah, sure is. Well, I guess we'd better be going. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. Oh, I'm glad you stopped in. Won't you let me get you a glass of apple cider first? No, no, thanks. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I... I'm doing the driving. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I'm sure Ricky would like a couple of cookies. Oh, gee, thanks. They look good. Oh, now that's not enough for a growing boy. Come on, take a couple more. Gee, thanks a lot. Well, come on, son. Well, good night. It's a little late for greetings, but Merry Christmas to you both. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas to you and a Happy New Year. Gee, this cookie sure is good. I don't think I ever tasted this kind before. Well, that's a special kind, Ricky. Got a lot more in it than most cookies. What else, Pa? Well, you might call it Christmas cheer. Well, you two were certainly gone long enough. Did you have any luck? Uh, no, we didn't. She didn't have the catcher's mitt. You didn't have hardly anything. What do you mean? Oh, they had a real little Christmas tree. There were hardly any presents under it. She's a widow, Harriet. She has a little girl, two and a boy, five. Oh, I'll bet she has her hands full. It's a shame you had to bother her. Yeah, she didn't seem to mind, though. Now you have to give her credit. She wasn't complaining about anything. She was very cordial, too. Gave Ricky some cookies. Yeah, they were real good, too. She probably took one look at him and decided he needed fattening up. <laughs> no, I don't think that was it, Dave. She seemed like the kind of person who understands small boys. She sounds very nice. Somebody like that makes you appreciate how lucky you are. Yeah, I thought of that when I was over there. Well, we sure are lucky. All the things we got for Christmas. You know, I wish there was something we could do for her. She was very brave about it, but I really don't think they had much of a Christmas over there. Maybe we can do something. Yeah, I wish we could. The stores are all closed. Do you have any suggestions? Well, there's a nice big ham in the freezer. I guess that wouldn't help the two youngsters. Hey, I've got it. My God, that's a good idea. I could throw in that toy iron I got. A lot of people got little toys at that party. Maybe we could round up theirs, too. Well, I'm sure we can. I'll get on the phone and start lining them up. I'll go out in the kitchen and see what I can find to go with a ham. I can drive around and pick the toys up. I'll go with you, David, and help collect the toys. You sure you guys don't mind doing this? Heck no, it'll be a lot of fun. Sure will. Heck, I feel like Santa Claus. <laughs> you look more like one of Santa's dwarfs. <laughs> Hey, wise guy. Come on, let's go. Yeah, you might as well get started. Now, you fellas know who's at the party, don't you? And I'm sure they'll all come through. I'll be phoning while you're on your way. Okay, Pa. Come on, Rick. Wait till I hook up my sleigh. Yeah, what a crazy-looking reindeer. <laughs> Dear, how did you do? Oh, fine. Everybody came through. They're all going to rewrap the toys so we won't have to do it. Oh, good. Dave and Ricky should be back for very long, shouldn't they? Oh, sure. They've already been in a couple of houses I called. Did everyone seem willing to give their toys? Oh, very much so. You know, Harriet, I think everybody I talked to sort of brightened up when I told them what we wanted to do. Well, maybe they had the same feeling about Christmas that we did earlier this evening. Oh, it did seem like something was missing, didn't it? Now there's hardly enough Christmas left to get it all in. I don't mind admitting that I'll go to bed feeling a lot happier and warmer inside. You know what pleases me is the way the boys pitched in on this thing. I'm very proud of them. It's as if they'd suddenly grown up a little more. In fact, I guess we've all gained a little insight into Christmas. We sure have. Say, while we're waiting for the boys, why don't I help you clean up some of the wrappings and stuff under the tree? Lead on, kind sir. I'm always willing to accept an offer like that. <laughs> all right, look at all this ribbon and stuff. 
Ozzy, look. What's the matter? This package. It's Ricky's mess. For goodness sake, it must have been right under the tree all the time. Well, Harry, we all looked under there. I know it. It doesn't seem possible. We all could have missed it. It's practically in plain sight. Well, I'll be darned. I don't know why we didn't see it. There's one thing I do know. I know that because we didn't see it sooner, two small youngsters and a mother are going to be a lot happier this Christmas. Well, we've got the car loaded with all the stuff. I'll bet we got more than a dozen presents. Mrs. Dunkle sent along a big jar of cranberry sauce. Yeah, and Mrs. Thornberry gave us a big mince pie. And Mr. Thornberry threw in a real neat blanket. He said it was just an old one they didn't need, but he wasn't fooling us. Heck no. There was still some tinsel left on it from under his tree. Well, that's wonderful, fellas. We've got a little surprise for you, too, Ricky. We found this while you were gone. Got your name on it. Yeah, I bet you it's my cancer's mess. Golly, look at this, David. What a neat mess. You really like it? Do I? This is what I wanted most. See, when I didn't get it this morning, I thought maybe you were mad at me for something. <laughs> no, nothing like that, Rick. Golly, thanks a lot, Mom, Pop. Hey, where'd you find it? Well, believe it or not, it was right under the tree all the time. It couldn't have been. We agree, but it was. Golly. Anyhow, you've got it. Boy, this is sure going to come in handy. Say, I hate to break this up, but don't you think we'd better take all the things we've collected over to Mrs. Nelson? Yeah, we'd better get going. I bet this is one night she won't mind waking the kids up. A pop? What is it, Dave? Oh, nothing, I guess. Well, come on, Dave. What is it? Well, I was thinking while we were collecting the presents, would you think it was silly if I put on the Santa Claus suit and sort of played the part for the kids? Oh, I think it'd be wonderful. I thought maybe Mrs. Nelson could tell the kids that Santa had an awful lot of stuff to deliver and was just a little late getting there. Why don't you hurry upstairs and put it on? It's in my closet. Oh, good. I'll be right down. That was a nice idea. Yeah, it sure was. Well, come on, Rick. Let's get this stuff in the car. Pop? Yeah? It was funny the way my cat's mitt just seemed to turn up. Yeah, it's very peculiar. Well, you can hardly believe it. Yeah? Well, Mrs. Nelson's son, Jimmy, is only five, but... If it's okay, I'd like to give my cat his mitt. Well, that's very generous, Ricky, but he's pretty young. Yeah, but he'll grow fast, too. Besides, I had a swell Christmas even before I knew about the mitt. And the way it turned up. Yeah, I don't feel it really should belong to me. I'll wrap it up for you. Well, Mom, I'll take this hammer stuff out to the car. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> you know what, dear? I have a suspicion that our boys are growing into young men. Very nice young men. Yeah, I have a suspicion you're right. Harriet, remember what you said about that lost gift being responsible for three people being much happier this Christmas? Yes. Well, you were too conservative. I know four people right here and a lot of swell neighbors who will never have a nicer Christmas. <laughs>